Hello, and welcome to another episode of Cheap Smut. My name is Katie Mizell. And my name is Carl Mizell. And this is a podcast that is getting so close to Christmas time. How are you, my love? Fucking stoked. Stoked, yes. Oh, yeah. It is very close to Christmas. Uh, I was on the road for work this week visiting uh, clients in, in eastern Ohio. and uh, But next week, I'm off. And I'm I'm pulling like it feels like I'm pulling a fast one mm-hmm. because Christmas Day and, and New Year's Day are both on a Monday. Yep. So I'm getting like six business days worth of time off for only four days of PTO. Yeah, that's um corporate math. Yeah, corporate math. So I love it. So yeah, as of like five p.m. today, I'm on I'm on vacation. I'm so excited. We're going. To my family uh, on Christmas Eve, and then yeah. our your side, your, your your mom and dad, and your sister, and and your sister, and my sister. Well, I was getting to. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I didn't know how to refer to to your sister's boyfriend. Is really yeah. all it boils down to. Uh, and then my sister and brother in law coming over, and yeah, it's gonna be great. It's just I'm just stoked. Yeah, is the best best way to put it. How about you? I'm also stoked. I love Christmas. Oh, speaking of, this podcast comes out on Christmas Day. Yes, So if you're listening on release day and you celebrate a holiday that happens to occur on December 25th, happy, happy, merry, merry to you. Yes, that's right. I forgot that this is, and I'm going to have to, well, no, I got some time on Sunday. But yeah, we've got, well, I guess we could do, like, segue this into a little bit of housekeeping to remind everybody. This is the third or second to last, or third to last episode of to last. of uh, before we go on hiatus. Yeah. We have this episode this week, and then and then the episode that comes out on New Year's Day. No, uh, then on Friday. Oh, sorry, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then on Friday, December 29th, Uh I know it, it, you forget because it's been so long since we spoke to her. But our conversation with Opal Rain, yes, comes out on Friday, December 29th. and then. On Monday, January 1st, 2024, we will have another episode, and then that will be it for about six weeks. We're going to come back the week of uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if that's like the 12th of February. It is. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so just a couple more episodes before we take a quick break, because uh, making this show is is difficult. It is. Um, so it, it, we, and I have two podcasts. Yes, you do. And so as this one goes on hiatus, the other one will be firing up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Indeed. But- well, but I'll I'm, greatly appreciate the break because doing this podcast in the middle of the holidays is just, is just another thing to do in the middle of the holidays. And yes. It's yeah. a busy time of year for me because, you know, the holiday labor is one of my favorite things to do, but it's a lot of labor. Yep. I mean, we've got we got to make cookies for Santa tomorrow we and do. You know, get the house prepped and ready yeah. for the, the company to come over. And I got to finish wrapping presents. Yeah. Well, then I we shan't fix do- up the tree because it looks like. Oh freaking bomb went off really just we have cats and a dog and a toddler and they've all messed with the tree yeah they're 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 not great collectively no uh well in that case we should we should not dilly or dally no we should not we should uh, get right into this so what are we reading this week this week i read not alone for christmas by dm winters which was an incredibly delightful little holiday read perfect for today of all days, Christmas, if you're listening to it on Christmas Day. Yeah. And I think 
It was probably the best book I could have read for this week. Oh, good. It was so delightful and sweet. I mean, I say that every week, but every week it's true. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I, loved never, it. I, I went back, like I said, I, I was telling you when I was driving around Ohio, I was bouncing around between our podcast and Behind the Bastards, which yeah. is my current favorite podcast to listen to. And I went back and revisited our uh, Pump Fake, our episode yep, on Pump yep. Fake, which is one of my all-time, It's I, we've done, this is our 42nd episode, uh, and I say Pump Fake is probably my my favorite. Even that had its... It's very sweet moments for yeah. as like bug fuck crazy yeah. and in in toxic as it, yeah, it, it was. It was nuts, but I I still remember saying in that episode like I but I loved it. But you, yeah, I loved it. You did. I always do. I love these books so much. But this one this week was just a sweet, a sweet delightful little hug, blessing of a book. Well. Tell everybody what uh, all the deets. All right, absolutely. So this book is available available for $2.99. It is not available through Kindle Unlimited. You do have to purchase this one. I have to assume you could also buy it in ebook and EPUB, other, other forms of publication. You can always check out DM Winters' website for more information. They are a lovely person, by the way, because I talked to them this afternoon, and they're very nice. So hello. Hello, DM Winters. Thank you for this book. You are lovely. Indeed. So this week we are looking at content warnings for homophobia and being disowned uh, for home for homophobic reasons. I don't really know what the best like way to put that eloquently is. Uh, acute homophobia. Acute homophobia. Really shitty parenting. Yeah. Yeah. And mentions of past parental abuse. Our tropes are second chance romance, high school sweethearts, question mark. I, I I wouldn't necessarily call them high school sweethearts, but I think it still falls into the trope, in my opinion. Okay. And Christmas romance. Mm. And our sex content, I just put lesbians I with hard eyes. I was going to say, I was, this lesbians. is sapphic, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. I can't, the, the entire name of the book. Let's see if it, how it stacks up to Moisha. Oh, yeah. Moisha, Covenant of Ascent, Kosher, Nostra, Nostra Book, Book One. One. I can't believe you rattled that off right off the top of your melon. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, it lives in there. I like the way it flows. So yeah. it's it's one of those phrases that lives in there. Moisha, Kosher, Nostra, Book, uh, Covenant of Ascent. Yeah. So this is Not Alone on Christmas, a lesbian Christmas romance, parentheses, a gay holiday, close parentheses. Is <laughs> Brackets. The, en- <laughs> the entire name. Okay. Of of this the, the book it, it says that it is part of the a gay holiday series so far there's only one but lord i hope there are more because i yes gay holidays I, I, <laughs> yes this book was great i want more books like this we're always talking about how gay the holidays are let's lean in yes absolutely so let's get let's get into this book. Okay, so our first FMC this week, her name is Stephanie. Stephanie is petite and very pretty. She has long dark hair that she has dyed that color that's like purple, but only if you see it in the sunlight. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's the only like it's the only color that she could get away with in her house. She is twenty five. Okay, and at the very start of this book. She is standing on her parents' porch with two suitcases in her hand because she's been kicked out. She's She came out to her parents mm-hmm. and she thought, okay, so they're like conservative and we go to church and stuff, but they still love me, right? Nope. No. Unfortunately, no. Not, no. not, 
going to happen for Stephanie. They love Sky Daddy more than they love yeah. their own biological offspring. Can you even imagine? No. So apparently, like, the whole story is, like, she told, like, she came out to them, and at first they didn't really react at all, and then they were like, we want you to go and talk to the pastor, because uh, of course. Yeah. And when she refused to do that, they were like, you have two hours. Pack your bags. You're leaving. We provide your employment to you because she works at the family convenience store mm. and your health insurance and your home. Fuck. And now you have nothing. Congratulations. Aren't we such great parents? And, and I know Ugh. that deep down what that really what those parents are trying to do is they're trying to exert whatever level of control they think they have left mm-hmm. over their adult child. And I, I, I can't even like, oh yeah, well, we're going to take all this away from you. Yeah. And, and then um, I can't even imagine what that would have to be like for somebody going through that, le- be, being the child in that situation. But that said, I hope that there's a small part inside their heart that acknowledges how fucked their parents feel in that moment where they, they, they played their last, they pushed the nuclear button. Yeah. And she's still left. Yep. Like, holy fuck. If that if that doesn't make it sink in for for these parents, nothing will. No. No. And it's never gonna sink in for sink in for a lot of no, them. No, it's not. And that's the unfortunate reality of oh okay, let's not get started on Jesus's fucking birthday, but religion. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean uh, I'm pretty sure he's up there in his birthday boy hat cr- with his arms crossed going, Dad, I told you I wanted them to stop being mean to the gays. <laughs> and God's like, I know, hon, but I can't do everything for your birthday. Like, I don't. <laughs> but I also got you this pony. <laughs> I invented a new kind of frog for you. <laughs> it has. Thanks, Dad. Three eyes. Oh. Three-eyed frog. That's cute. I love that. Okay, so Steph, Stephanie leaves. She gets in a cab, and she goes to a train station where she gets on a train to Metro Detroit because she's from Michigan. Hell yeah. Yeah, and this is a truly this is a truly perfect Michigan Christmas, by the way. There's so much snow in this book. Oh, good. I miss snow at Christmas time. <laughs> We haven't had a good snow at Christmas in a couple of years now. This year, it's predicted to be 50 degrees and rainy on Christmas Day. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last, like, the last white Christmas we had. I, I feel like it's been a couple of years. It's been a couple of years. Yeah. Since we've been here in our in our house, yeah. I feel like we've had one. I think it was the first one. Yeah, because this will be our fourth Christmas Yeah, year. it was, like, the first or second one. Yeah. Remember that first Christmas we were here and how, like nuts we went because we were having our first christmas in a house and so we like way overspent on our kid oh yeah it it was like a nightmare but like a capitalist nightmare i bought you that like you bought me a like a 500 hundred dollar lego set (laughs) you insane person yeah yeah that was my old job i could afford it yeah that's true (laughs) but still 500 hundred dollar lego set out your mind you're worth it Oh, I think. Anyway, so she's anyway. on the train. Perfect Michigan winter. Yes. Or so perfect Michigan Christmas. She's from the fic- the fictional town of Mount Ember, Michigan. Now, I'm, fr- I'm from the actual Michigan town of Mount Morris. Yes, you are. Yeah. Tiny little, literally a one square mile. 
the the, the town the actual city limits of, of Mount Morris is one square mile. Yes. So she goes to get on the train and she is she is moving to Hazel Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She has a room that she's found there, like a room for rent, and she'll find work and she's got a little bit of savings, mm-hmm. but so she's like barely she's barely squeezing by. But she's going to Hazel Park. So she gets on the train and she goes to sit down and right before it they start chugging away, she sees someone get on the train and looks up and realizes, Oh my God, it's Nikki. <gasps> Nikki. Nikki is our second FMC. She is me. Like from description, I can't tell if she is meant to be as fat as I am, Um, but she is curvy. She has blue hair. She is covered in tattoos and piercings. Okay. And she's a very sweet and lovely woman. No, that sounds Um, like you. (laughs) Yeah. But so she, and she's tall and broad in comparison to Stephanie's petite frame. Definitely you. Um, Nikki and Stephanie knew each other in high school. Okay. But they haven't talked to each other in years. And when they see each other on the train, Nikki immediately is like, come over here, talk to me. It's been 10 years since everything that happened to them in high school. So some time has passed. Stephanie sits down and they talk for a little while and it finally comes out. Like I was sitting there going, what happened? What happened? Tell me what happened. Why is this so awkward? So in high school, Stephanie and Nikki went to a party where they both were drinking and they kissed. And apparently that was like either a regular occurrence or a not surprising because they had been flirting with each other before that. Okay. Then the next day, Nikki asked Stephanie to homecoming. But because Stephanie had horrible evangelical small town parents, she freaked out and told Nikki, no, I can't be a sinner like you. Like it was bad. And then they never spoke again. Mm. It was really quite unfortunate. They talk about that a little bit. And eventually Nikki is like, that was a long time ago. I know like I, I left the small town and now I understand like, how small town mentality works on people who aren't in like, you're not trying to be ignorant when you grow up in a small town. (laughs) No, you, you you do. A lot of people do eventually leave. And for a lot of people, I feel like it doesn't take a lot, you know, like I don't, I don't think that a lot of people need a lot of prodding once they leave their small town. Yeah. It's just like, Oh damn, I never thought about that. Yeah. Wow. I shouldn't be an asshole. Yeah. It takes like two seconds to make friends with one person who doesn't look like you. And then your whole worldview changes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it that's that's all it takes. Yep. For for most, most people. people. Yep. Exactly. So in this case, they chat for a little while longer. Everything is going well, and the sparks are definitely still there. Oh. So, at first, it's just like a hand on a thigh. It's just like Nikki's hand on Stephanie's thigh, and then it's like. Stephanie brushing Nikki's hair over her shoulder. And the next thing you know, they're kissing and then they're making out. And then Nikki drags her to the bathroom on the train. Fuck. And I was like, oh shit. Oh, we getting out. We going for yeah. it on the train. We're what is that? Going for a ride while going for a ride. Catching a rail on, on the, the rail? rail? Yes. Absolutely. Yo, dog. <laughs> I heard you like <laughs> I heard rails. You like rails. <laughs> How'd you like to catch the rail while riding the rail? Right. 
<laughs> but anyway, so they make out in the bathroom like for a while, and I thought it was gonna I thought it was gonna get to that place. Um, it where, started where the conductor comes and knocks. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. So I thought it was going to get there. It started to get a little dirty. Like, so Stephanie was like, I should just be apologizing to you over and over and over for everything I did to you. But instead you're like chewing on my neck in a bathroom. (laughs) And he's like, so apologize, apologize to me over and over and over and over. I was like, Oh, okay. Apologies. The euphemism now. I like this. This is great. And then tell me how sorry you are. Yeah. And then you have to get out of there now. (laughs) And fucking goddamn it, man! You didn't have to. You didn't have to ruin their good time. There were only four other people in the car. It's not like they were b- bothering <laughs> anybody. There a line? No, they weren't bugging anybody. Yeah, come I mean, on. Just, Let the small town lesbians fuck already. Somebody's just jelly. Yes. So they they leave the bathroom, and then as soon as Stephanie walks out of the bathroom and feels the four sets of eyes on her, five sets of eyes on her in the train car, she immediately freezes up and gets all freaked out Mm -hmm. about it. And Nikki gets very defensive immediately, thinking that this is once again, oh, you don't want to be seen with me in public. Right. So she walks away and just leaves Stephanie... Stephanie goes back to her original seat. It, it, what a frickin fucking roller coaster of emotions, man. Seriously. But it was like the power tower. If you've ever been to Cedar Point, it was like real fast up the hill and then real fast down the hill. That was it. That was the first scene. Holy shit. <laughs> I thought the Amtrak was supposed to be a pretty gentle ride. <laughs> <laughs> now you're over here fucking with my emotions. So... Then it, this, so the next chapter skips to five days later. Stephanie is now living in a room that she rents from her roommate, Madison. So Madison rents the apartment. And then instead of having a roommate, she like verbos her room yeah. or Airbnbs it or whatever for long-term rentals. And it's the most affordable place that Stephanie could find that was also safe enough that she felt safe enough to, to stay in. Yeah. So she's doing pretty good for herself. She's got, her bags are all of everything that she owns and she's still looking for a job. She hasn't been able to find one. What she wants to do is go to pharmacy school. She wants to be a pharmacist. Well, luckily there are several pharmacy schools in the state of Michigan. Yes, there are. Inclu- How would you know that, Carl? Oh, well, <laughs> I happen to work in the industry. Yes, you uh, do. It, it, but she's also not far from one at Wayne State. You know, just putting that out there. Absolutely. So she wants to be a pharmacist, but she went to business school instead because like she went to like two years of <laughs> business school because it's what her, her parents wanted her to take over the convenience store. If I may, I wish more pharmacists would go to business school. <laughs> that said. So I guess Stephanie's already on the road to success. Yeah, so then. she's way, way ahead. ahead of the curve. Way yeah. ahead of the curve. But so <laughs> I, I'm a, I, I consult pharmacists on, on how to run their business. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Carl's not a pharmacist. That would be cool, but he's not a doctor. No, um, I, I just, I, he's a businessman. I consult people on how to run their, the business side of their pharmacies. Yes. That's and how to compete against major corporations. Exactly. Yes. Business school. So I mentioned pharmacy because yeah. on this day, Stephanie needs to go to the pharmacy. Okay. That's how they sort of rolled right into that. She's on a couple of different medications, including um, something for anxiety that is controlled, and she can only get it at this one specific pharmacy. Oh, okay. So she asks Madison if she will drive her to the store because she doesn't have a car, and she can't be spending all of her money on Ubers. She dri- They drive all the way out there. She gets in line. And who should she see behind the counter 
but Nikki, because Nikki is a pharmacy tech. Good for her. Wow, I, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm connecting to this book in a way I've never connected to any other book before. Yeah, right. Because so, I'm sitting here going, oh, uh, hey, uh, ask for the cash price on that generic, and maybe it's cheaper than paying your copay. But if it's a control, probably not. Right. I start asking for the cash. You, you, you were looking up cash prices of my medication the other day, and I was like floored. Yeah, I know, right? Because I was so mad that one of one of my drugs, if you have to take like the um. The name brand is not covered by our insurance. Right. And when the generic is out of stock, they try to offer me the name brand and it's like $430 a month. And you showed me the cash price for the pill for the name brand was like $2 a, a it's like three, month. It's, it's like it's like $6 it was like, a month. Yeah. It was like it was like two fifty for a 30 day supply or something like that. Yeah. That's, 400 and some odd dollars they're trying to charge me. There, there's, a, there's a little pro tip for you. It doesn't work all the time. But, you know, if you get a prescription, try to get the generic. And if your copay is pretty high, ask what the cash price is and see if they'll do a, a cash plus dispense where they, they just ask you to pay for the medication plus a dispensing fee might be cheaper than your uh, copay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to work all the time, but. You can also combine, if you want to skip your copay sometimes, you can combine cash price offers with express uh, or those um, those cash discounts cards. Cash discount cards. Like GoodRx. Yep. Yep. Yes. GoodRx. That's the one I was trying to think of. There you go. I just educated you a little bit on the pharmacy industry, folks. Okay. So Nikki's a farm tech. get some meds today. So anyway, so after standing in line and like having to glue her feet to the floor so she doesn't bolt, um, she gets to the front, she gets her medications and um, she goes to leave thinking that Nikki never wants to talk to her again. And Nikki is like, can I, can we talk for a minute? And they go over to the side and, and talk for a couple of minutes where Nikki basically says like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have overreacted. I have a tendency to like, I've gotten burned a lot. So I'm sorry about that. Do you want to come to a Christmas Eve Eve party tonight with me and my friends? Because it's the 23rd of December Mm -hmm. on this day. And Stephanie is elated. Because she wants any opportunity to spend any amount of time with Nikki. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So she leaves and and goes home to get ready for this party later that evening. Madison is luckily heading in the same direction again. So she gives her a ride again to this party. It's not at Nikki's house. It's at a friend of Nikki's. And Nikki is already there. So when Stephanie gets there, she immediately meets up with Nikki and they talk to a couple of her like colleagues and friends. One of them is a pharmacist. And Nikki's like, oh, Stephanie wants to be a pharmacist. <laughs> and, that, a and that person says, that. why? Right? <laughs> why? <laughs> Would you do that to yourself? Oh, because they want to be a doctor. Yeah. No. I, hey, man, f- I, if I could go back in time, I would definitely go back and get my 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 farm D. But I wouldn't want to own my own pharmacy. It's so hard. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine it's incredibly hard. It's me just talking to a bunch of stressed out people all the time. <laughs> yeah, going, it's going to be okay, guy. It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right, man. Have we talked about our latest discount program? It's all right, man. Let's just divert some brands away from your primary. It'll be okay. <laughs> Let's start kicking those brands to Walgreen. They can take the hit. <laughs> it's all going to be okay, man. You don't need to fill those Ozempics. <laughs> oh, 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 Ozempics. <laughs> <laughs> Controversy. Uh, 
it's, it's, it's a very controversial drug in the pharmace- pharmaceutical industry right it's now. It's a controversial but, drug in the regular world, too. Yeah, that's true. Not just the pharmacy world. Man, we are just on a digression fest today. You know what? That's fine, though, because this book is 74 pages. It's so, so short, we yeah. fill it out. So, we had to, so we're, uh, we're educating you a little yeah, bit yeah, on the- Yeah, uh, so instead we're just teaching you about pharmacy today. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome back to Pharmacy Talk with Katie and Carl. Hi, this is Pharmacy Talk. I am Carl Mizell. Let's take it over to our billing department, Katie, to answer a billing question. I used to mark, work in medical billing yeah. and pharmaceutical billing so before I was a stay-at-home parent. What do you do when uh, you're missing a diagnosis code, an ICD-10 code, uh, for an off-label prescription for an appeal letter? Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, do stuff. you want the answer? That <laughs> the legally correct answer. The legally, cor- the legally correct answer for an incorrect diagnosis code for a letter of appeal when a doctor is prescribing something off-label. Oh, <laughs> um, then the answer is you have to contact the doctor's office and get them to fill out a form with the proper diagnosis code and a signature and fax it back to you to attach to the letter of re- uh, reauthorization. And then, if you're lucky, it goes through. But if they don't reply to you within 48 hours, then you have to open. A new ticket with the insurance company. It's yeah. a whole fucking thing. It's a whole thing. So, but this party. <laughs> so this party, yes, this lovely party. So they are at this party, and it's a delight. They are both wearing the same color, which I think is very cute. They're both wearing emerald green dresses. Ooh, <laughs> right. And that's such a great color. Yeah, and it looks good on everybody. Oh, it looks. The wedding I officiated last summer for for our friends Jared and Trisha that that. Dress that, that emerald you, green top I wore with the with yeah. the glasses. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. Have that emerald green sweater I was gonna wear for Christmas. Oh yeah. So, but the difference is that um, Stephanie's is more conservative. It's like a oh. long sleeve sweater dress, and Nikki's is like a sweetheart neckline strapless sequin. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say yeah. I thought you were saying Stephanie's was just like emerald green burlap sack. Oh no, not a burlap sack. I didn't know how conservative. No, she's um, so conservative. How conservative was she? I don't. I, I guess I um I didn't mean conservative. I meant I, I know um, what you meant. modest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her, her outfit is more modest. So they hang out for a while and then eventually they end up on the couch together and they're listening to music. And Nikki is like, this, this is my music. These are my covers. So Nikki makes music on YouTube and she d- mostly does covers. And that's how she makes like a third of her, her income. And the rest she makes is a pharmacy tech. So they listen to some of her songs. She does. She does like rock covers of Christmas songs, I guess. So that's fun. And then eventually they start making out on the couch again. And it is fire. It's so good. Uh, To the point where they had to stop before they were like, we're going to be indecent and this is not our house. Um, (laughs) We're in the middle of a party. No, no, it's (laughs) fine. I can't take your skirt up in the middle of a party. You're both wearing emerald. You're just going to blend in together. Nobody's going to notice. It's going to be a a writhing mass of emerald. Yep. Your skin's going to start turning red and then you'll be red and green and no one will even notice. It's Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be Christmas. Especially you said Nikki was built like, like Nikki was like you. Yeah. Yeah. If, If she's anything like you, your skin gets red when I just walk past you fast yeah like I have I have very sensitive skin yeah and I'm very pale so I turn red real fast so yeah so they make out on the couch for a fantastic perfect amount of time I'm not complaining <laughs> it could have gone on longer as far as I'm concerned until eventually they do have to stop and then Nikki goes off to um, continue mingling Stephanie meets more of her friends eventually Nikki is drunk Stephanie is sober because she's on medication. She doesn't want to mix with yeah. alcohol. So Nikki asks her if she would please drive her home. So Nikki drove here 
she certainly can't drive her car now. So Stephanie takes her keys and drives her home. And Nikki offers her her spare room to sleep in. And uh, Stephanie is delighted by that. Like, yeah, okay, so she could be sleeping in Nikki's bed right now. But yeah, at least she's in her house. Exactly. You know? It's close enough. Close enough. And she falls asleep very happy knowing that she's just like even in the same space as Nikki. The next morning she wakes up. Nikki has made breakfast. I figured she would be hungover, but instead there was bacon. Fuck yeah. That sounds amazing. So they have a lovely morning. They they share a lot of flirtation and like like secret little touches. And they share food and they sit around and they chat. And then eventually Nikki points out that they are snowed in. It had been snowing when they left the party the night before and they got like a shit ton Aww. more. So now they're snowed in. They can't leave Nikki's apartment and, complex. And it's Christmas Eve. And it's Christmas Eve. They are snowed in together on Christmas Eve. A little while later in the afternoon, Nikki's brother Lucas comes over. He's He lives in the building. Like he, they, they live on the same floor. So he comes down the hall <laughs> for Christmas Eve lunch with his sister and they hang out for a little while. And then they have a conversation where so Lucas tells Nikki that he is going to take his girlfriend Liliana home to meet their father and Nikki is appalled by this because their father was a piece is a piece of shit was abusive to her Mm -hmm. when when she was younger but he doesn't really know that because she shielded Lucas from all of that so he has a a more trusting relationship with his dad like his dad says that he's changed and he believes him because he wasn't the actual victim, yeah. you know? And Nikki's upset by that, but there's not a lot that she can do about it. Um, and eventually things sort of just calm down and Lucas leaves and they try to, Stephanie tries to cheer Nikki up by suggesting that they decorate her Christmas tree because it's just been sitting in the corner. She hasn't decorated it. It's just so, over there. So does Lucas leave? Yeah, Lucas leaves. So why doesn't Stephanie leave? <laughs> I mean, I know why Stephanie doesn't leave. They're not snowed in if Lucas is leaving. <laughs> Well, he leaves to go back to his own apartment. Oh, he lives in the same building. Okay. He just goes back to his own apartment. All right. Oh, oh no. We're snowed in. Don't look out the window. (laughs) (laughs) It's 50 degrees and raining on Christmas Eve. We're snowed in. Oh, no. Yeah. It's Michigan 2023. Uh (laughs) Yeah. That's our forecast. Yeah. That is our forecast. It's going to be fucking awful and gloomy Christmas. So Lucas leaves to go back to his own apartment. And Stephanie offers to cheer Nikki up by decorating the Christmas tree. So they start decorating the Christmas tree. Once again, it is very flirty. It is very like steamy. Yeah. At any moment, I was expecting naughty things Did to start happening. One of them get up on the ladder and the other one grabs the butt for support. Yeah. Just buries their face right in there. Yeah. You know, something. I was expecting it. But so they, they do make it through the entire tree trimming without anybody getting naked. Darn it. And... uh <laughs> Then they settle in to like watch a Christmas movie on the couch. And that's. Yes. They stopped moving. They sat down. They started. They started snuggling. Yep. Prepare the brown chickens and brown cows. Yeah. Because it's about to get hot and heavy. So they start making out. Eventually they turn the movie off. Like We can watch this another time. It's just weird to make out to white Christmas. Yeah. It's some um, like some like schmaltzy Hallmark kind of Christmas romance. Oh, movie. that you can. Um, you can fuck to that. I'm you sure can fuck to that. you can d- completely block that out. Yeah. I mean, white Christmas. You can't like I can't look up and just have Rosemary Clooney looking back at me. I know. <laughs> yeah. You being. Yeah freaking vera ellen dancing her ass off while i'm you know no 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 can't do it can't do it danny k bouncing off the walls (laughs) oh we gotta watch that this weekend the best things 
things that happen while you're dancing. We do need to watch that this weekend. It's the only Christmas movie I am required to watch every year. It's fine. By my own accord. Oh, that's right. They were having sex. So <laughs> they turn off the Christmas movie. Yeah, because we were talking about Christmas movies you can and cannot fuck to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, white. No white, white Christmas. Christmas. Yes, random Hallmark movie. What do you think the weirdest Christmas movie to fuck to would be? <laughs> my vote is for uh, National Lampoon's Holiday Vacation. The or Christmas weirdest vacation. Christmas movie? The year without a, the year without a Santa Claus. Can you imagine? I'm Mister Heat Miser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a weird one. Yeah. All that claymation, those big eyes yeah. staring at you. Dead, <laughs> <those> dead clay eyes. <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, the Island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> and, and, the, and, and the person that you're you're that that you're fucking has like really bad internet. And so, oh, it starts buffering. So it starts like, buffering while like like all of the clay reindeer just happen to be looking like right at you. Yeah, and they're all making that shocked face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, traumatized, traumatized. <laughs> so yeah, that's the weirdest. The weirdest. What do you think the weirdest Christmas movie? Do you said I, National Lampoon? That's I'd right. say Christmas. Christmas Vacation. Elf yeah. might be a little weird. Yeah, Elf might be weird. Basically, anything I associate with children. So like anything with, yeah, like like. Like the Polar Express. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't bone down Mm -mm. to the Polar Express. I don't think I could bone down if there was a child on my television. Yeah, definitely not. No. 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 Not possible. No. Gross. Totally gross. But Nikki and Stephanie. But Nikki and Stephanie turn the TV off. So they don't have to worry about that. And they get down to business. Fantastic. And business is good. Hey. So in this the the first part of the scene, Stephanie eats Nikki out on the couch. Um Yes, for multi, I think multiple orgasms, and they basically ruin Stephanie's shirt in the process. I think it's like she's her shirt's all wet when they're done. So hell yeah, um, wow, yeah. And then so then Nikki composes herself and picks Stephanie up bridal style and carries her to the bedroom, which makes her think that she's makes me think that she's more my size because I'm a very large human. So yeah. I could like bridal style pick up a woman. Yeah. I mean, you, you're six one. I am. You're a broad beamed yeah. giantess. And in the book, I think Stephanie is like five foot three. Oh, I yeah. could pick up somebody who was five foot three. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. So Nikki carries Stephanie to the bedroom and then eats Stephanie out for a while <laughs> um, dare i say with gusto with gusto All right. absolutely with gusto until like you know the big wet spot on the, yep, the yep. whole thing um, big wet spot and everything yes absolutely um and they finally finish uh they snuggle up together and they make out for a while um and things are fantastic and then stephanie wakes up and she's starving because they have been sleeping for like seven and a half hours and it is now five thirty in the morning on christmas on day christmas day yes it is so uh she snuggles into nikki hoping to get a couple more hours of sleep but eventually her stomach growls so loud that she wakes nikki up because oh they have they didn't have dinner they didn't they got right to the fucking they never had dinner <laughs> skip dinner and went right to dessert absolutely right, um, right to i mean the they pie. ate but they just didn't yeah get i was gonna say nothing with nourishment calories <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of eating. <laughs> but oh, did they eat? Oh. Um, so they eventually like both start talking, like agreeing that it's time to start chatting now. <laughs> We're both awake. Um, <laughs> it's Christmas morning, you know, and yeah. it's like there's all that joy and special like, that special feeling of Christmas morning, especially for Stephanie, who thought that she was going to be all alone 
on Christmas because her parents kicked her out. And instead, she is with the woman that she couldn't be with 10 years ago when she wanted to be. And now she's got herself a second chance. And she gets to spend Christmas with Nikki. And it's so nice. And that was Santa's gift to her. Oh, yeah. A second chance. A second chance. And a muff to dive in. And a I just, s- you know. Straight, just. Yep. Right off the diving board, tens yep. all across the board, even from the Russian judge. Absolutely. Uh, to clarify, I do, I do, I never mentioned. I didn't. I want to clarify. Uh, Stephanie is not a virgin. Okay. She has had sex with women before. She knows, like, she's yeah, got okay. it. She's got it all yeah. down. So this wasn't her losing her virginity or anything like that. But it was probably the sex she wished that she had been having for a long time. Oh yeah. And they both were very. Very happy, very happy with it. So they get out of bed and they start their day. They have coffee and Lucas comes over for a little bit. Nikki convinces Lucas to at least meet their father in public because she still considers him to be a very dangerous person and she doesn't want her brother to be in danger. And he agrees to that. He gives her their her present. And then she... Nikki gives Stephanie a Christmas present. Now, Stephanie had specifically mentioned the day before that they didn't have presents to exchange. Mm-hmm. So she's like, what the, how did you, what the, you know, how did you make this happen? Nikki woke up in the middle of the night to make a Christmas present for Stephanie and like slap dash wrap it so that she could have a present to give her on Christmas morning. And that's so fucking cute. So she gave her a Santa hat that she embroidered the name Steph into the The white flap. Yeah. Yeah. In gold. And that is her Christmas present. And she says that um, she'll make, you can make up for it next year. So Stephanie is determined at that point then to make the next Christmas, the best Christmas of Nikki's life. And they spend the rest of the day just sort of lounging and fucking and being happy together. And that is the end of the book. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And they all lived happily ever after. God damn it. Lesbians in love. I love it. And I I mean, I love this for a variety of reasons. But I love that it was just so it was insta lovey. It was. But not. Yeah, well, it wasn't an insta love because it was a second chance, right? But it, it, but it had, but it, yes, yeah, it, it, it felt it had that kind of instant emotional. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I like the conceit of like, oh, they knew each other, so that it wasn't really an insta love, but it was like insta love adjacent. Yes, mm-hmm. and I don't normally go for the whole insta love thing. Yeah, I, even though I have maintained for the last fifteen years that I I fell in love with you immediately once I saw you. <laughs> um. But we didn't just like, I didn't walk over to you and go, hi, I'm in love with you and we should go fuck. And you were like, give it like seven minutes, but then yes. Ha, um, yeah. That would have been more insta-lovey. You know, I think we would have like, well, weak. But anyway. I don't remember. <laughs> I days. don't either. Um, <laughs> but point being, yeah. I, I really like, it just, it it, it, it felt very authentic and in, in, in very real. And the, the nice little, there were nice little touches. Yeah. You know, that, that made it all nice and, absolutely and it's, plus i'm a sucker i am a sucker for christmas and christmas yeah, romance yeah i am too i love a christmas romance and i just like it, hey do you want to read a book where everything just goes really well for a couple of people who deserve nice things and then at the end they have really nice sex about it yeah 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 i do 
Yeah, I do. What if I told you they were both pretty women? Yeah. I can't believe I'm not reading it right now. <laughs> what a question. Stop talking to me, asshole, so I can go read this book. What's the name of the fucking book, dude? <laughs> this book was great. It was lovely. It was just like a sweet hug of Christmas joy and sapphic romance. And I loved it. And I loved it very much. Well, I'm glad that you loved it. <laughs> well, now that we've reached this point of the show, I don't really have a good segue. So I'm just going to ask you. What are you into? You know what? I am into a lazy Christmas. Wow. I am into a lazy Christmas. So this year for Christmas, usually I go all out for Christmas. I do all of the wrapping and I make a big dinner and we do the whole thing. But this year, because of the way it's worked out with other family being like schedules and things for my bro- my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, your sister and brother-in-law, yep. my sister and her boyfriend, everything. It's just going to be us and my parents on Christmas night. And so I'm just like making sloppy joes for dinner. Sloppy joes and tater tots. Merry yep. Christmas. Yep. And like we're not doing jack. I'm not, I don't have outfits picked out. I'm not concerned about my makeup. Nothing. I'm just going to have a lazy Christmas and spoil my children and spoil my husband and spoil my dog a little bit. It's going to be great. Lazy Christmas. That's what I'm into. Another week where Katie is into an abstract concept. Absolutely. What are you into? I'm into a book. Yeah? A book was released recently by an excellent journalist. I'm fam- I was familiar with his work. His name is Jesse David Fox. Uh, but Jesse and I share a a character trait or a quality, and that is we are comedy nerds. Oh, yeah. And uh, he wrote a book called Comedy Book, How Comedy Conquered Culture and the Magic That Makes It Work. And it is magnificent for a variety of reasons. One, I am like a true blue dyed-in-the-wool comedy nerd. I grew up in the 80s during the comedy boom, and there was every weekend there was A&E's Evening at the Improv, Caroline's Comedy Hour, uh, there a couple of... There was... Uh, comic strip live there was i mean there was like a bunch of tv shows that had comedians on Mm -hmm. and my mom was a fan so i became a fan and i became obsessed with just comedy in general like i said to you this book gave me an epiphany me being the weird undiagnosed autistic kid that i was i was always looking to fit in and i didn't really fit in anywhere but i noticed that if i made people laugh that i would fit in a little bit better and that was with anybody friends family whomst ever and so I e- immediately began to try, because of the way my brain works, try to figure out how comedy works, why things are funny. And that's what this book is about. So it's the book that I've been waiting my entire life to read. And it's, I'm, I'm only a couple chapters in, but it's, it's fantastic. So uh, Jesse David Fox's, it's literally called comedy book uh how comedy conquered culture and the magic that makes it work wow i i I remembered that good job oh thank you um it's it's fantastic it's really really good and i am enjoying it immensely so that is what i am into i am so glad to hear it my love let me double check and see what we're reading next week would you like to do the outro now oh god nothing would give me greater pleasure well anyway (laughs) You can find us on social media. We are on Instagram and TikTok at Cheap Smut. If you would like to send us an email, please do so. CheapSmutPod at 
gmail.com. If you would like to chat with us and other listeners in real-ish time, you can join our Smutco Industries Discord. The link is in the show notes. Um, if you go to the show notes and see uh, the little link that says our link tree and click on that, the link at the top of our link tree is always the book of the week. Click on that, support the author. We do not get any compensation for it. We're just trying to help the authors out. The music that you hear in this and every episode is called Nostalgia by Makai Beats. You can find it along with thousands of other songs free of charge for you to use at the free music archive, freemusicarchive.org. What is on the agenda for the last episode before hiatus? Next week, we are reading Trick Shot, a spicy Christmas novella by Kayla Gross. Technically, Christmas will be over, but there is always time for more Christmas magic, especially when it is an MMF hockey-adjacent Christmas romance. I was going to say, I was trying to figure out, is that basketball? But no, it's it's hockey. It's hockey. All right. Hockey-adjacent. hockey adjacent hockey Adjacent. And, and don't forget, uh, today, this episode comes out Monday, December 25th, and four days on Friday, December 29th, our, our conversation, our author profile with Opal Rain will be released as well. So you've got three Cheap Smut episodes within the span of one week to cap off the first year of Cheap Smut. Absolutely. Season one coming to a close. I forgot that we interviewed Opal Rain, but I think mostly it's because it was sort of like like a fever dream. It happened so like fast. You just were like, yeah. I got Opal Rain. We're talking to her next week. Holy Holy shit. Yeah. And then we talked to her and the whole time I was just like cheesing and couldn't talk. Like I was quiet. <laughs> so it was like it never even happened. Oh, but it was a blast. Oh, it was so much fun. And I can't wait to, to listen to it because I haven't listened to it either. So when it drops on Friday, I'll be there with you. Hell yeah. Send in the meantime, on. listener, if there is a book in you, write it. And if there's fucking in it, I'll read it. And then she will come on this show and explain it to me for your entertainment. Now I have to go wrap presents. Hell Goodbye. yeah.